Baltimore, Maryland. It is the Midgard Mechanics, a podcast that claims to be about professional wrestling. Not tonight. I don't want to talk about wrestling. We got a little to talk about. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll talk about wrestling. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Daniel Bryan. I can't help but think that 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 reference is meta. For when we played the whole castration clip on this podcast. It was a low point for the our show <laughs> and for the show Monday Night Raw. Remember when I was castrated? <laughs> Val what Venus thinking? says that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like he probably shows up to the the signings like that the old wrestlers <laughs> do. And then every, every time I guarantee at least one person's like, huh. M- remember when they remember- cut your dick off? On Raw, <laughs> did you, that was fun, man. I really liked it. Remember when? <laughs> remember when you fucked Takahashi's wife? Remember, remember that? <laughs> Bleef that. God, how many people did he cuck? Who? Val Venus. Oh. It was like Ken Shamrock with his sister. Right. That's what makes all of this <laughs> shit with Rusev. It just feels like the worst Dusty part Rose. of the Attitude Era. Not Dusty Rose. Dustin. Gold Dust with Marlena. Is cuckolding how Vince McMahon acts panicked? <laughs> <laughs> Is that his, like his fight or flight response? A cuckolding storyline. That'll bring him butts and seats and smiles on faces. <laughs> And tents and pants. <laughs> One old man. Oh, gross. Very gross. Mark, I have... Oh, I'm Gavin. Oh, Can yeah. we introduce ourselves? I'm Mark. This is the Midcard Mechanics. Right. You can tweet us at Midcard Mechanic. Save that S for... Stupidest part of the Attitude Era. <laughs> That's right. It's singular because Twitter <laughs> names are just one character too short. The two worst things that Twitter's ever done is invent itself. Well, the first one was like undermine our whole entire democracy, or be at least party <laughs> to people that would want to actively undermine our entire democracy. <laughs> and the other is not letting us have one extra goddamn character. <laughs> the two travesties are pretty equal I, when you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> to me. They are both uniquely American. (laughs) (laughs) And equally as stupid and equally as preventable. (laughs) Do you think um, the Terminator franchise is just really about Twitter? They just didn't know (laughs) that it was about Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's a metaphor for social media. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's the algorithm that knows how to put ads up to things that you're going to need before you realize that you're going to need them or want them. (laughs) It's already, that's what AI is doing. People are worried that it's going to build machines and it's going to have a war against us. A computer would never do something so inefficient. It would instead learn exactly how the human mind works, realize how easily it can be manipulated and just convince people to do 
like we could already be acting. There could be an AI that's uh, shaping all of our behaviors and predictive, uh, predicting what we're going to do and guiding us to where it wants us to go based on advertising. And we would never know. Hmm. Anyway, what I'm saying is the matrix is going to be a lot. It's going to be just like uh, ads and people sitting on couches instead of in <laughs> vats of goo. I'd like to think that on this track of time that we're currently on. Yeah. At some point in our future, a mach- we are going to sh- send a machine back in time to kill Jack Dorsey when he was eight years old, <laughs> <laughs> and thus, <laughs> thus create a new <laughs> timeline with a much. <laughs> Wait, except that they they went back in time to save. Yeah, right. It's the opposite. Ours is more, this is more believable. We're, we're the Terminators. We're in the Terminators. <laughs> that's that's the twist in the story they got wrong right yours is better because it's happening and like we're from the future we're here to kill jack dorsey like wow i mean that sucks on a like conceptual level but i mean you're from the future and i get it look at where we are now the fact that facebook is still selling ads political ads and you can say anything that you want in a political ad it does not have to be true did you hear about this well i senator i believe they make income by selling ads (laughs) 60 billion dollars last year 60 billion they made 60 billion dollars last year how many employees do they have do you know that's it (laughs) did you say that's it (laughs) all of it all of that money comes from advertising selling ads and political ads are like a rounding error i wonder the simple solution is to say all right no political ads are allowed on facebook at all they're just so afraid to do the clear obvious one right thing and uh So these kids with their startups, internet advertising revenues in the United States totaled 107.5 billion for fiscal year 18 and 60 of that went to Facebook. Jesus Christ. So that's why that's what's going on. But it makes no sense because political ads are such a, I've got to be like a fraction of a percentage Total U.S. ad spend in 2018 reached 151 billion, so they get almost half the ad revenue. And Google's entire... got to be a large chunk of that, if not the rest of it. Jesus Christ, man, that's fucking crazy. So that's yeah, and so they get a really detailed algorithm that knows exactly what data points are relevant and how to manipulate people through ads. And track what you've bought in the past to figure out how likely you are to buy something and so it can target those ads to you. So they have hundreds of variations of ads that they can just plug into these profiles. Why aren't we advertising on Facebook then? Because I'm very lazy. (laughs) I guess we don't have a billion dollars. I guess we could be a part of the problem. (laughs) Oh, that's you don't even need a billion. You can just you can start there. They'll take your money no matter how little it is. They're like a church. Yes. <laughs> and their God are the advertisers. 
or capitalism? I don't know. It's Mark Mark Zuckerberg is their god, and he's telling advertising agencies to tithe. It gets ex- yes, it gets extremely gross, extremely fast, and you don't even have to look that deep into it to realize how gross of a company Facebook is. What would this world be like without Facebook and Twitter? I guess the Arab Spring wouldn't have happened. But I think if, in retrospect, if we had a choice between the Arab Spring or Donald Trump's presidency, we'd probably choose... But the Arab Spring <laughs> also wasn't... Um, that was, I think, a pretty good example of how social media can work for good. It's that's what connect- I'm saying. Yeah, connecting people yeah. with ideas. That's probably the best thing that's the ever The problem that we it. have now is that you can go to Facebook. So Elizabeth Warren bought an ad... With with like I forget like a big giant letters and just a blatant lie about Donald Trump. Yeah, and then underneath said like except none of that's true, and it was an ad about how Facebook shouldn't allow this kind of ad up on oh, Facebook. That's funny. And it was like oh she's dunking on Zuckerberg after that leaked call from his uh, all hands <laughs> meeting where he called her like a threat to the company. It's like oh that's pro- yeah she wants to break Facebook up. Oh, he called her an existential threat to Facebook. So that's that's good, that, that guy. So the, <laughs> I mean, the obvious solution would be just to start a policy at Facebook saying we no longer advertise, like political ads are not, we don't do political ads. We, there's like, but, I mean, can you imagine the backlash from people are saying like, oh, that's censorship. All the people completely misunderstanding the First Amendment. Exactly. That's the thing. But we'll just be motivated to vote for Trump. Like, oh, they're they're trying to silence us. Well, so there was this 4chan. We'll get an up to, upswing in subscribers. Oh, no. There was this article yeah. I read recently that the Trump campaign in Montana sent out a campaign ad that closely looked like a, a the census questionnaire you sent me a picture of it it, it was fucking crazy like official census and, documents and it was like on purpose it, it was people. it was so bad too and it was like issue by issue and one of the things was uh i forget if it was like a scale like least likely to very likely or if it was just yes or no and it was like um is um our social media companies censoring right-wing voices a concern for you or some shit like that so this narrative that like facebook and twitter are censoring right-wing voices is already a popular narrative amongst even though none of that's happening they're just getting ready for in case they start banning ads that are not true or i guess like political ads twitter has made minimal efforts to purge the some conservative bots. Oh, yeah, right. But then, like, people like Trump will complain that his followers have drastically decreased. His number of followers has drastically decreased, mm-hmm. like, overnight. And the reason is because millions of fucking bots follow him. I guess they count as conservative voices. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, I guess they don't care. If they have strength in numbers, they don't care if, like, half of them turn out to be Russian bots because they already believe the thing that they believe that I don't know. I feel like Russia is going to gain a lot of supporters. Yeah. Because information being so readily available to people is a very dangerous thing when it's misinformation. Yeah. When, and when people just trust what they read without, you know, with impunity verifying like, wait, 
Is that true? That sounds pretty crazy. Yeah, and when all you read is Fox News or the National Review or Drudge. Yeah. And- or the, the even like the Federalist, it comes off as like this like esteemed publication, but wow, that is some shit. Right. I mean, and it's so weird that I feel like the Wall Street Journal is like one of those last newspapers that has a conservative editorial page, but it still does great journalism and oh, great they've reporting. They've been crushing Trump on this on yeah. the impeachment stuff. Have they? They've been, they've like, they've broken a lot of the like, stories about but it. Do you remember the good old days? Like, yeah, they have a right leaning editorial page, but I trust their journalism. Yeah, I always have. The New York uh, or the Wall Street Journal has been one of those newspapers that. Like, that's an example of, like, I'm sorry you disagree with the editorial page on the Washington Post, which, by the way, tone it the fuck down, guys. They, they, that's, a, that's, a, that's a place with a bunch of people who think they're a little bit more clever than they are, especially <laughs> in the headlines. Yeah, it's no Atlantic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they got to fill, I mean, it's the internet age. You got to have, like, five editorials with catchy headlines an hour now. <laughs> Anybody can get a column on the editorial page. So yeah, tweet us at Midcard Mechanic. Yeah, leave off that last S for something about wrestling. <laughs> for sidetracked. Yeah. <laughs> Mark, what a week it was to be a wrestling fan. Only 13 minutes in. <laughs> so um, since the last episode, Hell in a Cell happened. Yes, it is Hell in a Cell. Not the Cell. I watched some of it. And I was mostly looking forward to The Fiend versus Rollins. I guess Becky and Sasha did have a good match. I missed it, and I'm not going back to watch it because I don't care that much. Sorry to Becky Lynch, not to... Yeah. Or no, sorry to Sasha Banks, not to Becky Lynch. I I can't get behind Seki. Oh! (laughs) I was going to say, what did she do to you? It's like Brandy Rose being a Michigan. Do they really call them Seki on the television program? I wish they did. Oh, okay. Wouldn't that be amazing? So um, Then you'd be into it. I want to tell you what happened in the Fiend Rollin match because we haven't talked about it, and I doubt you've bothered to even like. No, oh, I heard about. I I I didn't watch it, but I relived it through the magic of comments on the Squared Circle subreddit. <laughs> uh, those those young men, and I'm guessing mostly men, uh, did not care for that match. Oh, it was, and neither did uh, the crowd from a clip I saw of it. Ooh. On, nope. The WWE oddly didn't post. <laughs> so um, they did the whole match in red, which was stupid. Red. Oh, good red lights. That's always good for uh, cameras. <laughs> and uh, Bray Wyatt dominated the first half of the match. And then Seth mounted a comeback and started pulling out all kinds of shit from under the ring, like kendo sticks, chairs, tables, yada, yada, yada. And every time he went to pin Bray Wyatt or the Fiend, the Fiend would kick out at one. Like he was pain. Pain don't hurt the Fiend. Like I see. He's Dalton from so the, the Fiend. Do- the Fiend doesn't protect the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So he's like the unstoppable, supernaturally powerful yeah. Fiend. But Rollins kept throwing more and more out there to the point where he literally had. Did he have to dig down deep? Yeah. Well, he did. He throw everything he had at the fiend and he took his sweet time doing it too, like really ground that thing to a fucking halt. And at one point there was literally like a ladder, a toolbox, um, some 
four by fours and like a table. I mean, it's like the first like Dodge Charger commercial where <laughs> somebody walks past the guy in his car and he's like, Hey man, what do you got in there? He's like, Oh, I don't know. Surfboard, surfboard. Surfboard, surf, surf, four surf by four board. guitar amp. You know, I'm a dude. <laughs> oh God, I remember that. <laughs> Just guy stuff. No girls allowed. <laughs> Keep on moving, lady. I got all my guy things in my car at once. <laughs> yeah. And my axe body spray. I always wondered, like, ooh, did his girlfriend just kick him out? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to the beach, collect my thoughts, man. I got all my old... And then move, the, figure out where I can move into the front seat so I can sleep in the back later, man. <laughs> got all my old Maxims. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need a girlfriend now. I got Maxim back issues. <laughs> I got the one where you almost see a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I have that one. <laughs> one day i'll know the touch of a woman again it was christina aguilera's oh. <laughs> i was about to make fun of you but instantly the cover popped in <laughs> when she's in when she's in the pool yeah yep <laughs> that was the only maxim i ever bought some things you just will never forget <laughs> Oh shit! So yeah, so Bray oh, Wyatt, <clears throat> the Attitude Era was a weird time. <laughs> Bray Wyatt is buried in all this <laughs> manliness, <laughs> and Seth Rollins pulls out a sledgehammer. Toy ramps, <laughs> yeah. And Seth Rollins pulls out a, a sledgehammer, and the ref is like, "No, don't do it, bro. Don't do it." And then Seth Rollins uh, takes a giant swing with the sledgehammer and smashes it on top of this pile of shit that's on top of Bray Wyatt's head. Oh, nice. And the ref calls the fucking match. A hell a hell in a cell match. A no disqualification hell in a cell match. Right. So the crowd immediately starts... Oh, the crowd was booing the whole time Seth Rollins was on the offensive, too. See, I saw that. Yeah, it looked like the crowd was so hated every second of it and probably couldn't see what was going on. The crowd did not want Seth Rollins to win that match. And they went ended no disqualification. The crowd was fucking pissed. And the ref... <clears throat> Uh, and kayfabe's telling like uh, the medical personnel to come out and blah 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 and Seth is like flabbergasted and like pushed the medical personnel away at one point and was like in Bray Wyatt's face and then all of a sudden Bray Wyatt, Aziz Ansari's uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins and <laughs> and pops up and at this point the cell was already lifted and the crowd starts chanting restart the match restart the yeah. match restart the match like they were hot and bray Wyatt takes it outside of the ring and then like sister abigail is him on exposed concrete and then like the lights go out and then the lights come Are back on and he's at the top of the ramp and looking back and like laughing and the crowd was booing they were booing viciously Holy shit and then i saw this video after when the house lights came up there's this guy holding a sign that says like Seth Rollins isn't cool. <laughs> and Seth Rollins is like staring him down as he's walking out. And the guy holding the sign is just like smiling at him. And the crowd is booing so fucking loudly. And Seth Rollins like is looking at him like, like just fucking pissed off, like just so pissed off. Like just can't even believe that this fan would even disrespect him like that. Like, what a moment for him being booed probably more viciously and more 
more, it was a shoot boo also. While that guy's oh, holding yeah. up a sign that says Seth Rollins isn't cool, yeah. smiling at him. <laughs> Seth Rollins, that's his low. But he's not. He doesn't seem cool no, at all. not at all. Not in the least. If I found out on 23andMe that he was my long lost brother, I would say, no, thank you. I'll let him reach out. Yeah. <laughs> and I fucking co-host a wrestling podcast. <laughs> Like, if someone said, oh, shit, you know who I'm friends with? Seth Rollins. He's coming over. We're having dinner. Uh, you, want, you want to come over and hang out? I'd be like, ah, I got to check my calendar. <laughs> I'm doing laundry that night. Yeah. Uh, like, if I bump, like, if, you know, like, people bump into to wrestlers, like, when they're out and about. Like, if yeah. I was, uh, like, here in Baltimore and, like, at fucking Artifact Coffee where Cesaro likes to go, if I bumped into Seth Rollins there. Or saw him like ah oh, fuck. I would burn down. I would burn it down. Yeah, I would text <laughs> you and then leave. Like, what should I do? I would literally burn it down and be like, I, nobody should ever be allowed in this place again. I wouldn't want to meet him. Like, <laughs> ugh, this place is used to be cool. <laughs> but if Cesaro was there, I would go bother him. <laughs> so that was hell in the cell, hell in a cell, and then so I tuned in for a little bit of Raw the next night because I was just like, oh. Excuse me. The crowd was furious. The only reason oh, I would ever get a picture Jesus. with, or like, a, ask a wrestler for a selfie would just to be to text it to you. Like, let's can we, we give my friend Mark the middle the finger? Let's just both give him the finger. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be sweet. Be great, like me and Cesaro. Cesaro was too would be too wholesome. My dad sat next to Titus O'Neil on a flight once. Nice. Yeah. Did your dad know who he was? No, but they they talked a little bit and, um. Like Titus was flying coach, and my dad's like he is gigantic. <laughs> I was like, yeah, like he was surprised he was flying coach and not first class. And I was like, yeah, yeah because he has to pay for that flight himself. Yeah, and so it, they talked a little bit. Um, my dad's a big college football fan, so uh, it came up that he played at Florida. Titus, not my dad. My dad did not play football. <laughs> It's like, that's weird. Do, do they go at the same time? Wait, no. And I think my dad talked to him. He said he talked to him about Urban Meyer, who was the former Ohio State coach. My dad went to Ohio State also. Uh, he said he was really nice. Oh, that's how you got in. And he told him that. I. He was like, yeah, my, my son watches wrestling. <laughs> You're like, oh, how old's your son? <laughs> 35. <laughs> Titus, oh, oh. Yeah, this is like getting ready to like. Oh, let me let me. Uh, <laughs> he probably just looked at him like, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, oh no, I know the type. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, have to, I have to deal with guys like your son every day, everywhere I go. Hey, Titus, Titus, hey, hey. <laughs> so I decided I, was, I would tune in for Raw the next night just to see like the crowd reaction, see how they see how they handled it. And I thought I would watch more than... Titus O'Neil was so underused. Fuck yeah. Well, he's still around somewhere. I don't know. He still is. God. I thought I would watch... (laughs) I thought I would watch more than what I did, but I could not get past the two minutes of Raw I saw. Oh, really? Because it was like... Russo was supposed to have a match against Randy Orton, and the the opening segment is immediately Randy Orton getting... Or Russo being attacked by Randy Orton, and king baron oh really (laughs) 
And and then <clears throat> the Titantron comes alive uh-huh. and is Bobby Lashley in, in Rusev's bedroom. This is the opening segment. Yes. Overall. In Rusev's bedroom. The flagship show. Wearing Rusev's robe and then panning to Rusev's no. bed where Lana gets in the bed with him. Why doesn't Rusev just like say, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Well, I said fuck this and turned it <laughs> off. I deleted it from the DVR. Oh my god, really? I canceled the upcoming recordings. <gasps> no, what what is the status of your network subscription? Oh, I forgot. Well, I forgot about it. I forgot I forgot about the network subscription. Oh. I'm going to keep that for the takeovers. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. It's only 9.99 a month. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're not giving money to the Saudis. You're just giving money to someone who's getting money who's, who's also getting money from the Saudis. God damn it. That's all. Well, fuck. If there's one thing that what's happening with the NBA in China right now has informed me of, it is how many fucking companies I buy goods from yeah. that have no fucking spine. Apple. <laughs> yes. Apple, you used to have a spine. Oh, about God. these things this is a, this is a time for you but as you have um taught me they protect our data yeah and no in ways no they, other company does and they have a history of making better uh more responsible decisions like this with hong kong especially um or like they removed the taiwanese flag from certain regions in china from the emoji keyboard god and like shit like that they never would have done they would have said hey this is the way we fucking do it because we're from california we're gonna go surfing we're gonna make a billion dollars i guess but now i i don't know tim apple is just no tim apple. <laughs> steve jobs they sell a shitload <laughs> of iphones in china yeah and the and other awkward them. thing make them there so they have <laughs> they need china they in make them in china that is like they found the point where money is more important than doing the right thing. And it's like whatever fucking billion dollars a year they make. Uh, probably more than that. They're, you know, Apple's valued at like a, a yeah. trillion. Oh, d- are they still at a trillion? Isn't that fucking wild? A yeah. corporation that is not. I remember when I, I was, uh, I, w- I used Apple computers back when Apple was doomed <laughs> in the late nineties. <laughs> People said, oh, why are they still trying? Just give up. Sell yourself to Dell <laughs> for the parts. God, my fucking... Now look at them. My Jesus. work computer is a Dell. I hate it. It sucks. Yeah, man. But Those aren't good machines. Apple, like, I don't know. You could put Linux on it, and that'd be pretty good. Then you just open up a terminal, and then you got the whole internet at your fingertips. Well, I don't need the internet really that much. I just need... Just a... put on the hacker soundtrack. <laughs> I just need a word processor. Oh, you just need a text editor? Just use a Vim. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't even use Word. Look, it only takes about six months to figure out. <laughs> I can't it's even fine. use Word Perfect. Like, it has to be... Has okay, to fine. Be then Microsoft use Emacs. <laughs> if anybody is a programmer who's listening to the show, they're finding these jokes hilarious. It's killing with one person. <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there into the world on a podcast. <sighs> I think Ryan's a nerd. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> Vim or Emacs? Just kidding. 
you know what? No, Mark should be using Nano. <laughs> Is that like the 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 thing Let's for just, dummies? It, it has easier keyboard shortcuts. You could figure it out, I think. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of technology? It should, <laughs> shouldn't it be easy? <laughs> and I'm the idiot. <laughs> Man, I wish the I, I miss the days where even just using a computer was hard, so I could really be pedantic and uh, insufferable <laughs> around my peers. <laughs> you know how to use computers? God, you're so stupid. <laughs> now everybody fucking has one in their pockets. Yeah, sex. You're using it to sext each other. Yep, just dick pics. Yep, and s- sending money to Facebook and dick pics to women that don't want them. Not even that, just being harvested, having their data harvested so uh, people can become billionaires while sending pictures of their dick. <laughs> when is that Terminator coming? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's already here. Like, everybody who uses Facebook is basically like a battery in the Matrix at this point, except instead of harvesting your body for electricity, it's harvesting all of your data for advertiser dollars. Man, when I went to law school... It's pretty neat. It's painless. <laughs> it's a painless procedure. I heard like one story of one firm that like s- started looking at people's Facebooks before they hire Facebook pages before they hired them. Oh, oh my God! So many places do that shit. Yeah. That's comp. That's standard. Well, this is like twelve years ago. Oh shit! And that's when I was like, delete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> deleting my fucking Facebook. Nobody needs to see how much I drink. <laughs> yeah. I deleted all of my tw- tweets. I went back 10 years. I'm like, oh, shit. I was not funny. I can't, like, man, people get into a lot of shit for stuff they tweeted. Only for famous or important. Ah, <laughs> uh, Twitter. Or go viral. Again, what what good has come, has come out of Twitter? Well, suicide's losing its stigma. What? What? No. (laughs) You're not there yet? Okay, give it give it another five years. Social media is gonna take every single one of us. It's fine. So that was wrong. (laughs) Just more cuckolding. But do you know what gives me hope? What fills me with light and an excitement for life? All elite wrestling. Wait, hold on, wait. I forgot we we didn't we didn't wrap up our, our WWE segment yet. <laughs> we'll have to come back to it because there is some NEWS from the WWE. <laughs> <laughs> is there? Ooh, all right. Oh my goodness! So that was raw. <laughs> So all elite wrestling week two. Holy shit, man. It's still so fantastic. They started a second program called AEW Dark. What is AEW Dark, Gavin? AEW Dark is basically, well, I didn't, when I put it this way, I realized that maybe I was just how excited I am about AEW in general. It's the dark matches. Hold on. Wait, you're excited about AEW? Yeah, I don't know if I've really, (laughs) I've tried to hide it on the show. I didn't want to like... I didn't want there to be the appearance of bias. You definitely orange Cassidy your excitement for <laughs> AEW. Well, I'm finally going to, you know what? I Shoot. I'm pretty excited. 
Um, the, um, AEW Dark are it's a Tuesday night hour long show on the old internets, the good old fashioned internet of the dark matches from the previous week's episode of AEW Dynamite. I think they do like a match before and a couple matches after. It's like from before the episode and after the episode. Uh, it's basically AEW's episode of main event. Yeah. And, but I'm, excuse me, but it's still super great. It's just more AEW. Is Dana Brooke on it? Dana Brooke? <laughs> oh, I had to, rem- yeah, she always, she's always on main event. I guess. I, I don't even know what channel main event comes on. I've I don't know. I just event. know that whenever we've gone to live uh, WWE events, yeah, they the first one's like a, Main event. Dark, yeah, an episode of main event. And there's always Dana Brooke. And Natalia. In a tag match. <laughs> against. My dignity. <laughs> <laughs> My attention span. Yeah. Um, oh, that was me. That wasn't a dig on them. They're nah, great. It's just it the same. It was a dig on one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of them is really boring. Oh, so yeah, AEW. <laughs> so they do uh, main uh, main event. So that's the dark match. AEW dark. AEW dark. Um, What's NWA? Um, well, easy because e. that's another show, right? <laughs> um, not, not oh, 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 yeah, and uh, Northwest Alliance, Northwestern Alliance, Northwest so, Airlines. Is, it's the one Billy Corgan owns. Oh, so is is that associated with AEW now? No, you they, told me you well, watched it. Like okay. What? It's not associated. They're doing their own. They're doing their own thing down oh, in Georgia. Okay. It's it's a. They lean hard into the nostalgia. It's a real throwback to studio wrestling. Like in a, it feels like your local cable access station doing local wrestling. Shit, I forgot to watch season three of Glow. Oh, speaking of that, that kind of like sounds like. Well, you want to go watch it? I'm sorry. Is this is this getting in the way of your no, glow? I only like to watch Allison Brie alone. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> so, and what the, you said you watched NWA last week, right? Yeah, I thought it was fun. And what is that? Is that on YouTube? Yeah, it's on their it's on their YouTube. On their YouTube page, listen to me, Grandpa over here. Uh, well, yeah, that's Billy Corgan's too. thing. Yeah, I think he owns it or owns part of it. Then I'll never something. watch it. Oh no! Fuck him. So, despite all of your rage, you're still not going to watch <laughs> NWA. <laughs> Daily and It was really good, and he wasn't on it at all, and he didn't even he didn't even write the opening music. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> like you didn't even know he was there. He talks mad shit about Pearl Jam all the time. Shit, but he wasn't Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I know, but they're not Pearl Jam. It's not like us talking shit about wrestling. <laughs> Did you listen to a lot of the Seattle grunge music? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. What? Who was your favorite? <sighs> Pearl Jam. So well, Then it became Soundgarden. Mm. Oh, yeah, Soundgarden is fucking badass. I... I you of know course, what? I'll tell you. This is... You want to know? This, is, this will be no surprise to you. Okay. I was a Pearl Jam fan up through Vitalogy. <laughs> yeah, you and like half of Pearl Jam fans. All right, in so that yeah, era. and that's when it's like you know what? No Soundgarden, man. <laughs> but but also, oh, I gotta say, Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah, they were great. Were really high. It was like the three of them. Well, and then there was always fucking the goddamn pumpkins. So I was definitely 
a teenager in the 90s. <laughs> so I definitely asked that question just so I could be able to give my answer. I to was it. a character on <laughs> Daria. <laughs> like for me, of course, Pearl Jam is my favorite, but I think the most underrated, or the most underappreciated of all the Seattle bands was Alice in Chains. Alice oh, in yeah. Chains was just fucking straight badass. Well, there goes the rooster. <laughs> and there's no, there's just no other voice like Lane Staley. No. Like, his voice was just so fucking ridiculously unique. It was like... Yeah! <laughs> it was like Ozzy unique. Right. Yeah, exactly. There was nobody like him. The first, like, five Sabbath albums are just like, fucking haunting. Yeah. Well, especially, like, the first two. The first one, especially. Their first song on that first album is fucking is war pigs isn't it it's yeah. fucking my favorite fucking thing is playing black sabbath around my mom <laughs> because she goes they'll never be hendrix <laughs> <laughs> and she's right <laughs> oh man but you know she they're their own they're different it's a like, bit well, of apples and oranges yeah and it's very different like <laughs> yeah but like, listen to that guitar <laughs> she goes after you've heard hendrix how can you listen to sabbath well, I thought, oof. all right, mom. I mean, she is making a good point. She's got convictions and she can back them up. <laughs> she makes, I get where she's coming from. Oh, I totally get that. I fucking love Hendrix. Hendrix yeah. is great. His live stuff is fucking wild, man. Yeah. God, he was so ridiculous. Shooting heroin directly into his temples. <laughs> Didn't he also have the- acid on, like, when he dropped, he put acid, like, in the headband? Oh, yeah. So, it would, like, soak into his skin. I don't even care if that's an urban legend. It probably. I don't think it was. It's so specific. It's got to be true. God damn, man. 27. Just like Kurt Cobain. Yeah. And, and Jim Morrison. And Mama Cass. And Janis Joplin. The most depressing day of my life was my 28th birthday. <laughs> That's when you found out you weren't a rock star? <laughs> 11 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> the last 11 years have just been me in shock. <laughs> <laughs> oh man the next one's gonna be like i lived two kurt cobain's worths <laughs> what did i do with the second one nothing it's like so the first started a podcast halfway through it <laughs> look at me changing changing the world creating culture <laughs> so um a dub was fucking awesome the second episode Fuck yeah it was was fucking Chris great jericho had one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest promos ever. Yeah. Well, oh, hang on a quick second. Let me make sure this thing's working. So yeah. j- I'm sorry. No. What? <laughs> Go ahead. So Jericho. So good. Just a promo for the ages. And yeah, and he revealed the name of his stable. Yeah, we should just let him do the talking. Oh yeah, let's relive it. Finally. Oh shit! Hold on. Yep. <laughs> that was amazing. Another flawless transition. So let's let Jericho, let's introduce our audience to, uh, the, yeah. to the magic that Jericho gave the AEW universe. Finally, someone's thanking him. Yeah. Here's the news flash. Shut your mouth and sit down. <laughs> At the end of the episode, you saw the five of us 
beating the hell out of all elite. We proved who we are, the five of us here. We are next. We are now. God, he's so good. He's amazing. These are my confidants here, the four closest men to me that I've ever met. People have been asking me all week, hey, Chris, we're the five of you. Are you still going to be aligned? Are you going to work together more? Do you have a name? The answer is yes to all of it. And let me explain who we are and what we're about. Look at this guy right here, Sammy Guevara. He puts everybody over. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. MJ, I've called him he Tongue looks like Boy. A Spanish God, look how sexy he is. <laughs> <laughs> and not only is he a teenage heartthrob, he's one of the greatest performers I've seen at his age in a long time. He's athletic, he's acrobatic, he is simply amazing, and he is on my list. <laughs> See, he is just like the perfect. Being like the veteran who can step into this role of like introducing the world to wrestlers they may not know. Yeah. Fuck. And being like a cocky shithead about it. He's perfect in yeah. every way. He had my he had me on his every fucking word throughout this whole promo. And then look at these two psychos beside me right here, <laughs> Santana and Ortiz. You might have seen them around, but I'll tell you what, they're dirtier than they've ever been. They're nastier than they've ever been. I personally recruited them to AEW, and they are ready to fight. They're angry. They're pit bulls among pit bulls. They're street fighter back alley brutes, and I like it. <laughs> God, he's so good. <laughs> the best. And that's why they made my list. Viva la raza. Oh, that was, it was Eddie Guerrero's birthday last Wednesday. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Of course, the whole crowd knew that. Yeah. Smarks. <laughs> and then this man right here, this giant behind me. You may think you know who he is, but it's really Jack Swagger. It's Jake Hagar. Hagar. Yeah, Jake Hagar. He's a former world champion, but more importantly, right here, right now, he is the toughest, most terrified, most crazy MMA fighter in the world today. Okay, hold on. <laughs> he thought he could push through yeah. and keep them hey, from calm doing down it. For one second. Calm down for one second. We the people sucks and it's dead and buried. <laughs> I lost it when he said that. It was a stupid idea from bad creative and all that's gone. <laughs> oh, shit. This promo felt like a hug. <laughs> oh, they're chanting AEW, but what they mean is we're sorry. <laughs> is the most feared MMA fighter on the planet today, and guess what? Well. He's undefeated, and that's a shoot. Oh, the right? crowd didn't that pick up on that him one. The toughest man in AEW. They're not smarky enough. The toughest <laughs> man in the entire professional wrestling business, baby. <laughs> 
So he's not afraid to challenge any fighter, wrestler, boxer, MMA guy. God, he's in incredible MMA shape. Guy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Bum, he's in MMA fighter, shape. You name it. Hager's ready. Look at him. He's a giant. These are my closest confidence. These are my confidants. <laughs> this is my inner circle. We are the inner circle, baby. ProWrestlingTees.com crashed. Oh, man. It cut out like the, the end of it because he, he said, uh, and then when he goes into Baltimore and oh. is victorious, and he is, uh, uh, um, yeah, when he's victorious, he's going to go out on the, on the town. On oh, the streets of Baltimore. Yeah. And have a little bit little of the bubbly. bubbly. <laughs> God damn. He's fucking great, man. Oh. He can take he can take anything and turn it into something. Mark, you know, I'm going to be there at full gear. I I know. I'll, I, I'll be asleep. I might be out in the streets of Baltimore drinking a little <laughs> bit of the bubbly. Well, I'll be drinking a little bit of the bubbly in champagne. Yeah, but not with Chris Jericho, just your new wife. <laughs> okay, okay. Out loud, I realize now. <laughs> Man, he's amazing. Yeah. AEW's amazing. The whole show is great. It was, and it's so nice to just, I just have two hours of wrestling to watch a week, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Three it was, hours with AEW Dark. Should I so choose? I like that it's a third optional hour. It's not like Raw and SmackDown, and you have to watch SmackDown because that's the only place you can see AJ Styles or whatever the fuck. This is like, hey, can watch Orange Cassidy do a thing if you want on a Tuesday night. Yeah. No no pressure. I'm not going to. Thanks, AEW. Maybe I will. <laughs> I'm only going to watch the TV show. Yeah. Wednesday nights are for wrestling. I'm <laughs> yeah. fine walling off like wrestling and then one night podcasting it about it. Another night. That's enough. Yeah. WWE doesn't need any of my other nights. No. And you know what I've realized is I, on this last run, I watched WWE, I think for eight years. I've talked about it on this podcast, seven or eight years, a mm-hmm. uh, cat and I have been watching WWE and I've just been waiting and waiting and waiting this entire time for something really fucking cool to happen. And that's why I keep watching F- fucking not every yes. single Raw or SmackDown, but like. That's why I keep watching wrestling too. Yeah. I, I mean, enough that it's like nothing cool has happened and nothing really, really cool has happened in over seven years. Why am I going to continue to do this like daniel bryan's run was the closest thing they came but that was that was almost painful to watch because they fucked it up they well they, yeah. they tried so hard to not do it yeah they tried so fucking hard Which is what made daniel bryan even better yeah but then he immediately all goes of in. those original daniel bryan fans are all aew fans now <laughs> He immediately went into a program with Kane, and then he was con- oh, he got concussed. Oh, and then was that when? And he, then he was out for like a year. And then they were doing the um, the skits for the uh, like their couples therapy. No, that was after after the couples therapy. Oh, that's when he came back with the beard, and then was like the goat. Yeah, it was fucking. I don't know. It was fucking stupid. Like that. Yeah, Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania moment was cool. <laughs> that part was kind of stupid. <laughs> Becky Lynch, um, you know, her run is is like Daniel Bryan's. 
Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. And what that's is she- why it was so exciting. Yeah. And after WrestleMania, no plan for her at all. No. Here, here, here's three pay-per-view matches with Lacey Evans and eight tag matches in between the pay-per-views involving yeah. Lacey Evans and various other people. And now it's like, I, I don't even know what she's doing now. I guess she's feuding with Sasha Banks, but not anymore because Sasha's on SmackDown and she's on Raw. Becky's on Raw. Also, Charlotte won the strap from Bailey at Hell in a Cell and then proceeded to lose it the following SmackDown. So her 10th title reign was a total of like two weeks, which is and she, as long as her ninth title reign was. Remember when they took the strap off Asuka a week before oh, WrestleMania? right. Just, or, oh, God. Or right. two weeks before WrestleMania. Just and then, have that triple threat. Yeah, and then didn't even give Asuka. No, they already had the fucking triple threat match. They did oh, it right, just she was to Becky put the strap. Belts. Yeah. It's, ugh. Like, and that's Vince, what they give and us. the thing Vince concentrated on was... They're not called belts. It's like, oh my God. What are they? Becky two belts is, that's all. Do you just not want to sell (laughs) t-shirts? So they have their crown, the crown jewels coming up. And God, so far the match card. Yuck. Again, again, it's still (laughs) as disgusting as it was the first time. Yeah. It includes WWE champion Brock Lesnar against Kane Velasquez in a WWE championship title match. Cain Velasquez, UFC fighter, not professional wrestler, but this is not. This is a professional wrestling match, not a an MMA match. So this is going to be fucking awful. Then Tyson Fury, who I think is Hooray, a professional boxer. Guys most wrestling fans don't care about. Yeah. And Tyson Fury, who I think is a boxer against Braun Strowman for some reason. But they just added The Fiend versus Seth Rollins in a Falls Count Anywhere's match for the championship. So this thing that everyone was desperate to fucking see at Hell in a Cell, I fucking tuned into Hell in a Cell specifically for that championship match. And they give us some fucking quirky bullshit ending, but for the crown jewel, they're going to give it a fucking finish. They're going to give a finish to that fucking match. And I, I realize not only have I been watching this goddamn fucking product, for like over seven years now <laughs> wanting something fucking cool to happen. They oh, ran off yeah. my favorite fucking wrestler to the point where he was involved in a fucking lawsuit with them for several years. And then like, I mean like just the shit that has come to light from that. And then, and then everything else, then add the fucking Saudi Arabia thing. And then, like, and then when you look at the product, like in December, <clears throat> this past December, Vince came out and was like, and as long as we give you more of what you want and less of what you don't want, right? WWE right. is then, now, and forever. That was December. That was almost a fucking year ago, man. Shit. And think about what has happened since then. It was then. so weird. When has Vince ever come out and said sorry? And he yeah. didn't say sorry, but he was apologizing. We clearly didn't fucking mean it. No. And then, so, and then, uh, like three months ago. Is that like the ago, one week then he decided to try out Reddit? <laughs> yeah. The Squared Circle subreddit is a dark place, man. <laughs> they don't like anything. Like, already people are complaining about AEW. I'm like, you are wrong. I learned that shit the hard way. Oh, no. There's an AEW subreddit. It's perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. So that was in December. And then just a few months ago, he hired Paul Heyman to run Raw and Eric Bischoff to run SmackDown. And we were like, shit, 
you know, at least it's something. Yeah. I was like watershed moment. Like the, those programs are going to be great. They're going to be two different unique things. Like two Especially guys. Especially when the WWE accidentally booked them as being on. <laughs> Remember that? Like well, the, that was the next day. Yeah. <laughs> And a- then appearing on SmackDown, Eric Bischoff, and he wasn't booked. And all of a sudden now Vince has to book and like fly Eric Bischoff to be on TV <laughs> instead of like just saying, no, he's not going to be sorry. It was a mistake. He actually went through and like did the whole fucking thing to get him on SmackDown. Oh, he did show up on SmackDown. I think so. Fuck. That's uh, ugh. And like some like hastily thrown together one shot backstage skit. Well, they probably should have rethought that because Eric Bischoff is no longer with WWE as of today. I guess they never figured out what to do with him. Bruce Prichard is now running SmackDown. Wasn't he on Raw at some point? Uh, Yeah, I think he... Is he still doing his podcast? I think he was like the head of creative maybe and then... So how does he still do a podcast where he criticizes the WWE? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's a whole fucking world I don't even want to be part of anymore. So no, you know what it is. His podcast is the guy who does who runs Starcast, just kind of talks to him about wrestling and they talk about old matches and they do like reminisce about the Attitude Era. I'm like, Not that for sounds me. awful, horrible. Fuck, who listens to that shit? I I listened to one episode, <laughs> but well, I wonder what this is like. And I realized it's just it's not a flavor of the wrestling ice cream that's for me. <laughs> I'm sure it's someone else's, and that's fine. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. It's, it's so, too deep. Just goes was, too far. They've they've offered like these glimmers of hope, and then just failed. And then yeah, and then again when, and again, right? And then like okay, so uh, I, it's like the, he's doing it on purpose, just to me, to hurt my <laughs> feelings, specifically me. The past three Saudi Arabia events. Well, I watched the first oh. one because that was before NBA. MBS allegedly authorized the extrajudicial right. killing and it of was a, an during, American journalist. And, but it was in the middle. I tuned out, I think, maybe halfway through when I realized, wait, this is... Propaganda. These, the videos are straight-up propaganda. This yeah. is Saudi propaganda that I'm paying to have streamed into my home, into yeah. my eyeballs. Yeah. I thought, look, no, this does not feel right. And that was it in the middle of MBS's, like charm offensive on america he like came over here he met with tim apple right. he did a bunch of interviews tv and print he talked to the smartest people he was interviewed by a, a writer for the atlantic he had a meeting with a, a very stable genius <laughs> yeah where the very stable genius held up charts like pictures <laughs> and was like and it, it was amusing to mbs because right. he had just fucking taken us to the cleaners yeah god damn it <laughs> So yeah, so the first the he first got Saudi money Arabia in event. a free clown show. <laughs> <laughs> the first Saudi Arabia. Well, he got weapons. That's where he got the idea. Like, holy fuck, I can just he got a lot pay of Americans to act like buffoons for my amusement. He got a where's lot of, Vince McMahon. He got a lot of weapons so he could bomb Yem- Yemenis. Right. That's what that's what this country fucking supports. Yeah. So anyway, so back to the crown jewel, and that's not even getting into. So the first one, it was like, oh, okay, that was really weird. And, you know, a little bit of a throwback to the 30s in Germany. That was the beginning but- of the end for me. I was still somehow. <laughs> yeah, it was. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And and um, 
it was even over the top for the WWE. Yeah. The production values were too high, which made me realize I don't think the WWE produced those. <laughs> but I'm really good at cognitive dissonance, so I was able to push that aside. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> and I was like, Yuck! as long as I just don't watch the Saudi Arabia events, I can pretend that they don't exist. I can tolerate Man. the... I the was limited there with, amount yep. of promotion that they do. I went through that stage as well. I yeah. like this. We're really break we had similar experiences, I think. But But now that I'm at the point where they're actually putting a championship match that I actually tuned into their shit product to fucking see. Yeah. In Saudi Arabia, I realize they I mean, so many people already fucking knew this, but they do not fucking give a shit about the fans. They only fucking care about money right it's i and it it's i know i this is not a revelation at all no i mean it's I'm something very Vince McMahon has said out loud <laughs> i'm a very dim-witted person sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well we both watch professional wrestling for fun on purpose let me take that back we've been watching the wwe for fun on purpose what we've been searching for is professional wrestling <laughs> <laughs> i'm very slow to live the way that I like for my behavior to match my ideals. Inertia is hard. <laughs> and I think, I think I need to, I, it's time. I got to cancel that fucking network. I, I just don't think it's worth the takeovers. I don't know. Maybe I just subscribe with a new email address. Uh, <laughs> oh still- no, you need to give a, you need to give a card. Yeah. Shit. Carnies. <laughs> I mean, NXT still on uh, USA, presumably. Uh, maybe I can. There's got to be some type of pirating site. Oh, yeah. We can talk about it afterward. Okay. Well, if if we can just do that. If we could steal from the WWE. I mean, I wouldn't, obviously, and neither would you. But no, if one our, would want to. Our podcast characters. Of course. You're right. That's kayfabe. <laughs> uh, should one decide to do something so horrendous. There's a way. Oh, yeah, there's multiple ways. It's the internet. Yeah, then what am I doing with the network? <laughs> also, I like... I don't know. I don't need to watch a, an NXT match live to... Like, if... if Right. If the fucking... If wrestling Twitter blows up and was like, Oh, my God, that match was so fucking cool. Then yeah, I'll be like, find oh, Okay, cool. I'll watch it. It's, it. 85 versions will be on YouTube. And I'll let YouTube be the one responsible for ferreting out the pirated ones. While we just watch All In basically become the yeah. WrestleMania of AEW. Yeah. And like, what is NXT going to possibly do? And Double or Nothing is their SummerSlam. <laughs> what is NXT going to possibly do that AEW is not going to do? Triple or Nothing. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's great wrestlers on NXT, but... I can't wait for AEW to buy NXT from WWE. <laughs> They would. They're siphoning off the best of like, and and, the, and like, they'll, maybe they'll finally get um, road uh, uh, yeah, road dog to come join Billy Gunn. <laughs> I just I feel better watching AEW. Like I don't feel that I'm compromising any right. of my it's morals. Like I felt, what's the word? Rela- entertained. Yeah, I think. and it's it's yeah. just fun. Right. It's. I think it's. Yeah. It's the wrestling I've been looking for. Yeah. It's a good product. 
The commentary is fucking great. The whole presentation is It doesn't take itself great. too seriously, and it doesn't insult us. Yeah. My, my delicate sensibilities must not be offended. Here's another thought I had about the Righteous Gemstone season finale that I don't think I haven't reveals seen anything. Okay. I know you haven't, That's but... One thing I really fucking like about that show yeah. is how seriously it takes itself. And I know that there, there's like ridiculous comedy in it, but... Oh, no, but it still has a heart. Yes. Oh, there's a, there is a very human center to it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that is very evident in the series, in the season finale. It was renewed for a second season, by the way. Of course it was. <laughs> They know what they're getting with those guys by now. So we have Barry to look forward to. Uh, another but, season of Better Call Saul. Yes. And then another season of The Righteous Gemstones. Oh, what a time to be alive. And then that's it. And then by then the meter can come and we can. <laughs> yeah. we've, we've had El Camino, which is a beautiful, <laughs> just a nice little flourish to finish. I want to go watch Breaking Bad just to top it off with El Camino. <laughs> um. I wanted to watch the El Camino the other night, but mm, after reading The Emperor's New Clothes, I was like, okay, nope, not in the right head, headspace. What? The... The, the Jack Hare. Oh. Oh, 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 yes. <laughs> reading that, that old story about... Yes, it's a very... that Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Just at us. We'll tell you on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just at Maggie's. They'll tell you. Yeah, Maggie's. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, I wonder if they want to be a podcast sponsor. That would be sweet. Oh, I'll ask. Okay. Um, I guess maybe I should start asking people who run companies. Yeah. If they would be interested. And if we could just lie about how many listeners we have, because truth doesn't matter anymore. Or just not take much from them. Yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks. And then if we ever got a subpoena or something, we just say, no, thank you. Yeah, you can do that now. Yeah, just not going to fucking... I'm not going to do that. No, thanks. I don't need to do that. <laughs> I don't need to do that. <laughs> what? No, because then I'd, if I do that, then I could get in trouble. I don't want to get in trouble. Who? Congress? Who? I'd, fuck you. No, I don't want you guys to have an investigation because you have an investigation. You're going to find out all the bad shit I did no, and how bad yeah. it really was. And I don't want that. No, I do the investigation. Yeah, I do, I'll do the investigations. They're like bad versions of mobsters from they're like, like four-year-olds trying to talk their way out of trouble <laughs> like, i didn't do anything bad like why did you open with that you know the you movie, did something bad what are you talking about you know the movie blank man no with damon wayans where he oh where he plays vaguely. this like weird nerdy well there's like an awful mobster in that movie like it just a terrible awful <laughs> cliched mobster uh-huh. that's like giuliani now and yeah. Trump, it's fucking ridiculous. Like Trump's always been like a like a like a caricature, a like caricature. The network TV knockoff version of The Sopranos. Yeah, they couldn't hire the good actors. <laughs> and like now the suits of Sopranos. And, <laughs> and now all those people are in his cabinet. <laughs> Jesus. So Ugh. we said uh, I texted you earlier about Bruce. Bruce Pichard, and then we were talking about the parallels between the Richard, <laughs> between the Trump administration. It's just so funny when you give him like a classy accent. <laughs> oh, that's not how it's said. Oh, oh no, I think he's Bruce Pritchard. Oh no, it's Pritchard. It's much better, Pritchard. Yeah, Bruce Pritchard <laughs> checking in from SmackDown. 
<laughs> but the parallels between how Vince runs WWE and how Trump runs the administration. Vince, I was doing some reading last night. <laughs> and I was thinking neither of those things are true. <laughs> You say you don't even know who would be in. Uh, in I'll in tell you what's chicken cabin. better butter. <laughs> That's my Bruce Pritchard impression. <laughs> well, things were things were weirder back. It was a weird, different time. It was a different time. Wait, what role do you think Vince would give Stephanie? Now? Yeah. Now, if he was president. Oh. Oh, interesting. She's definitely the... I mean, we can't... Other than First Lady. (laughs) (laughs) That was gonna say... (laughs) Oh, the parallels are startling. (laughs) Would he be sending her to China to get trademarks on WWE shit so they can sell it on the cheap and... 100%. Tariff-free. We would be more aggressive with our deals with Saudi Arabia and helping cover up the whole journalist choppy head thing. Choppy, <laughs> choppy head head. <laughs> what, what role would Trips have? Secretary of State? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I have a sledgehammer in his office no matter where it is. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He can just, it could be someone that he's never even met before. A person that gets a phone call not knowing what that phone call is going to be and at the end of that phone, they're setting up a meeting and he goes into a meeting. He doesn't know what the meeting's going to be and the next thing he knows, he's Secretary of State. <laughs> Do you think... The, the Vin- Rex Tillerson story. Vince would just send Bobby Lashley around to fuck every world, world leader's wife <laughs> that didn't do what Vince wanted. <laughs> no, but uh, it would send him a video of him playing with Lana dressed up as different first ladies of the world. <laughs> and it would, they would shoot the video and just text it to them. <laughs> Look, it's your wife. <laughs> what would Shane be doing? Like more annoying than what would Shane be doing? Yeah. Um, probably like I want to know that guy's skeletons in his closet. That guy, like there's, there's deep sadness in his eyes. Like there's a deadness when he talks about his childhood. Yeah. My dad was tough. Sure. He was tough, but you know, I think that I'm a better person for it. Let's move on. And I'll talk about what I mean by he was tough. Like he never gets into it. And it's like, there's something like, there's a darkness in his eyes and just a sadness. He doesn't really show emotion. Like, yeah, these are my kids. I love my boys. Yep. I'm going to throw my body across the ring in a reckless way. I might die. Yeah, I might die. (laughs) Kind of hope I do. Kind of hope I do. Anyway, thanks for the sneakers, Nike. (laughs) Like he's, I don't know. Like, does he not know human emotion? He's not interest him. Secretary of defense. Human emotion is never interested in him much. (laughs) Linda would go back to the small business administration. Yeah, she's fine. <laughs> she seemed like she did an okay job there just by not changing anything. Yeah. Seems like anybody could go in there and just, you know, be successful with I that mean, one. Pretty much at that point you could have gone to in any department and said, Okay, who here knows what they're doing? And all the hands go up, he's like, Okay, then keep doing what you're doing. I'll try to catch up. Instead of saying, <laughs> you know what? Everyone's fired. I'm, I got it from here. We'll figure it. I'm going to put my own people in here and we'll just, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll build our parachute on the way down. 
It's like when Homer worked for Hank Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. Except Homer knew when he was in over his head. Yeah. Or he knew that his family wasn't happy. Hey, Homer, if you could kill a few guys on your way out of here, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, God. The world's a dark fucking place right now. Oh, my God. We live in the Hank Scorpio episode. <laughs> yeah, except we can't leave. No, we can't leave. <laughs> Mark, WWE's really done a number on us. It really has. Listen to us. Like AEW here. Like we've, we could be focusing on this beautiful baby wrestling federation that's just blooming in front of us right now. Maybe this is the exorcism of the WWE. It could be. Ugh, it just feels good to let it out. Yeah. What a gross time it's been. Ugh. I feel like I'm like wiping the slime off of myself. I feel like this podcast has been like therapy though. Yeah. Because if, if it wasn't for the podcast, I'd probably... <laughs> Hold on. Do you want to pause for an inappropriate joke? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. It's not pausing and the joke's really bad. Okay. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. But this... I feel like if it wasn't for Text the podcast... Text at Midcard Mechanic and we'll tell you what the joke was. Tweet at Midcard Mechanic. Whatever. That thing that we spent 30 minutes <laughs> talking about, how it's destroyed the world. <laughs> but please, please talk to us on it. I'm so desperate. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I have to pause it again. All right. So, yeah. If it wasn't for this podcast, though, I think I would I would scoff at AEW. I'd be like, what? Indie shit. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I was I was I was very committed to the WWE. Mm, yeah. I'd never watched Ring of Honor other than like maybe for a few minutes. I wouldn't even dare consider going to it in person you're right um what other i would never watch tna or impact or whatever the fuck that shit is i still wouldn't it no. was all it was wwe or no wrestling and yeah once i came back to wrestling there was not a no wrestling option that was not a viable option i think you're right if it wasn't for this podcast i would have just said i got enough with the wrestling i've got shit to do <laughs> and that would have been that well, through this podcast, I, I feel like I personally opened myself up because you, right, I think close, right after we started this podcast. I might have come back all in. I heard about AEW, like Jericho's on a new thing and it's well, really good. That was about the time that we started. All in, I think, had, had happened. Right. Oh, yeah. And you were all about all in. I was all in. Yeah. So oh, I knew. I, I, I could tell right away. <laughs> then eventually I watched it, too. Oh, so you're saying you're admitting I was into it before you were into it? Mm. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, it yeah. takes me forever to get into things. Oh, <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're on a podcast with a hipster. <laughs> I just got into Instagram. An aging hipster with too much time on his hands <laughs> to learn about weird new shit. Yeah, I'm just rambling. No, you're not. You're. I'm interrupting. No, it's fine. I I have nothing else to say. I think. Uh, all right. Uh, we. I feel like I've exercised some demons here. I feel like I need to not talk about WWE anymore. Maybe we set that as a challenge for our next episode. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm there. All right. It'll be easy because I still we didn't even talk about we we are still exercising. You're right. These demons from the WWE that we didn't even talk about private party versus the young bucks. Oh, Jesus Christ. That match. 
was fucking We're not focusing amazing. on this bounty that we have from AEW. We should be concentrating on the good. That match was ridiculous. That's that's match of the year material. It's match. on the list. Yeah. That that match was fucking insane. So great. And the inner circle crashed prowrestlingtees.com. They said, yep, there's a new t-shirt, folks. And they had to completely... Enti- it took them 24 hours to get back online. That, what does that mean? It crashed their... It that, crashed. Uh, they weren't expecting so many people to try to access it at once to buy inner circle t-shirts. So what? The code like just eats itself so, or something? Well, they have... They're basically... Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, it, yeah, so servers are just computers that are like off in a building somewhere. Yeah, usually owned site, by Amazon. Usually, yeah, owned by Amazon, and uh, a company will know generally how much traffic they get. Yeah, throughout a week, and so they only buy enough servers to handle basically that much traffic. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times, they have mechanisms that will allow you to scale up. Like, oh, we're getting an unusual amount of traffic we can add more servers and so that you have more bandwidth with think of it as like uh like gates at I was going to say Orioles game but let's say Ravens game to make it more believable or and you have all these people that want to come in a who concert in the 70s there we go. in Cincinnati oh god <laughs> <laughs> except no one dies yeah <laughs> no the connection dies and you can't buy your wrestling t-shirt so oh, it's exactly okay. the same that's a good analogy yeah there's too many people and not enough exits so they didn't have enough bandwidth right and so um, it took them 24 hours to buy enough or and so the servers can basically run multiple versions of the software that has like the catalog and the ordering system and all of the basically when you go to a website it's just a program that's running so for every user you have to basically have a copy of that program what Sorry, I asked. And their browsers. <laughs> anyway, so, but they had so much traffic that uh, they weren't prepared to even scale up new servers. Oh. And oh, just, so it took them 24 hours to scale up the servers? Yeah, just to figure just to out software, how to handle like, on there. And yeah, stuff. how to handle that much traffic because they'd never received that much traffic ever before. Can I be a software engineer now? I fully understand this. Yeah, that's it. I think that's it. You're ready. <laughs> I could definitely ha- start a VC based on uh, well, that's just that's, based on what you've told me about. Well, you're a idiots. DevOps engineer now. <laughs> Let's not go crazy. <laughs> I'm still going to learn this Nana thing. Oh, oh, Nano. Nano, yeah, yeah. That's... <laughs> no, show it to you, see? <laughs> no, it's it's Nana to me. Uh, what is that? Is that Nano? Yeah, hold on, wait. Oh, why do you have that? What is it? What? <laughs> this is I do this for a living. That's why I have it. But I'll have you notice. Hold on. But what does it do? My prompt is a pizza slice. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the terminal. Oh, hold on. What? I don't want my password manager. I haven't. What is a terminal? <laughs> like, what is the point? What does this do? It's the matrix. I don't even see it anymore. I just see the blonde brunette. What's the dumb line from the stupid movie? <laughs> All right, let's make a new text file. Uh, Mark.txt. See, this is Nano. Look, I am typing in things. The best thing is that there's no spell check. (laughs) (laughs) And if you want to uh, save, it's just a matter of just hitting Control-X. 
Uh, that makes sense. And then, well, it's not working on my keyboard for some reason. I don't know why my keyboard's not working. Well, you know what? I'm not, I'm not plugged into the right thing here. Let me show you how to reconnect to the... That's okay. I'll just... I'm having connection issues with my Bluetooth uh, <laughs> keyboard at the moment. It's like a toilet. We'll debug this in a future episode. It's like I, a toilet. I don't understand how a toilet works, but I certainly use it. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> oh, no. The show is falling apart. It's like a toilet. <laughs> Which is also now the episode title. I mean, I know how to use it, but I don't know how it, I don't know how it does. I know but it's, it's useful. Like, yeah. And I know that there are people in the world who know how to fix it when yeah. it's broken. <laughs> oh, I shit. just don't need to be one of those people. That reminds me. A plumber's coming over to our house tomorrow morning. Fuck. I don't want to have to get up to do that shit. Does he know how servers work? <laughs> Probably more so than I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I'm good at my job because there's really nothing else <laughs> that I can fall back on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel the same way. It's like, what if there are no more computers? Well, then fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So that that my next best skill. I guess I'm picking up a guitar. Oh, good. That old lucrative <laughs> busking life. <laughs> yeah, that's that street uh, shit. Where are they? The party. Private party and uh, oh, yeah. Oh, the street profits are the uh, yeah. the they're like the, the off NXT. brand <laughs> private party. <laughs> <laughs> private yeah. party were so fucking good god damn that match was awesome i don't i always knew that they were good but for some reason that was the match that really caught my attention that match was better than anything wwe's done. they were getting insane air yeah that was crazy the way AEW books it, its matches like they really let the performers shine and show creativity instead of just a compilation of their greatest hits. That's all WWE matches are is like wrestlers develop these, these uh, certain move sets that the crowd pops. Like when they, if the crowd pops, then now that move is a move you do every time. And the whole, and all a WWE matches consist of are nothing but the greatest hits of what the wrestlers do. Yeah. And it's just like, there's nothing to it. And it's like, you can predict exactly what's going to happen with fairly high consistency because it's just, so uh, here I go again. I clearly haven't exercised all these demons. It's <laughs> all right, man. Let it out. I feel like I'm only like, you're only like a week or two behind me. I'm like, this sounds familiar. I, this is like me a couple episodes ago. <laughs> all right. Okay. I think I, <laughs> you don't, we can, we can have another episode. It took me a few. <laughs> We're just not used to being entertained and being given the I, wrestling we want. But I don't know why I can't give it up. I don't know why I can't fucking just stop even like thinking about her. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to, <laughs> I was going to say this. Just kidding. Was this what it was like to leave the Republican party? Um, yeah, that took a long time, man. Holy shit. That took a lot longer than it did for me to stop watching WWE. Did it, what, did it feel, is it, I know it's a very different thing, but is it like that same sort of a thing where you're just, 
Yeah, I obviously can't stop talking about how stupid the Republicans are. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> so does that come from like the same place as like as like talking about Vince McMahon? Yeah, my shameful place. <laughs> I'm ashamed. So that's like no, I'm trying to because like maybe I, I should go back to church. <laughs> well, let's not go that. Let's not get carried away. It's just wrestling. <laughs> maybe God's the only thing that can help me through no, this. A E W A E W. It's the only three letter deity I need. Blasphemy. <laughs> no, Cody. It's one of the covenants, commandments. <laughs> yeah, you know who would say that? An insecure, jealous God. <laughs> You should. You can't worship anyone else. Like, don't be such a controlling freak. I wouldn't accept anyone in my life telling me that shit. Sorry, everybody. I'm just saying. Maybe not. Maybe I miss. Okay, that's weird. My computer wanted me to stop recording. It it did not. My computer itself just said, "Gavin, no, stop, stop, stop." (sighs) I think everybody gets it. (laughs) Yeah, I think they want us to stop talking too. Yeah, probably. Whatever. I had fun. Me too. Yeah. Thank you, AEW, for making wrestling great again. Yeah. Yeah. I oh no. That. I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Now I can't even say that phrase anymore. Oh man. Like I- you could go around saying Heil to people before <laughs> and now. <laughs> no one's gonna have a little Charlie Chaplin mustache again. <laughs> yeah, he really killed that hairstyle. Almost uh, the name Adolf, but then we have Dolph Ziggler. No, he's not Adolf. He's just Dolph. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> what was the thinking behind that? What's his real name? <laughs> Adolf Ziggler. Like, it's got to be Brad or something, right? Chad. <laughs> Kyle. He looks like a Kyle. <laughs> he could be. Maybe maybe it's Dolph. Maybe I'm the asshole. Uh, I doubt it's Dolph. Let me consult this thing that I don't n- know at all how it... No, I'm trying to race you to it. This is great. Uh, Nicholas Theodore Nemeth. Oh. That's why his Twitter handle is Nick Nemeth. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nemeth. Or Nemeth. Nicholas Theodore Nemeth. Yeah, so his name's Nick Nemeth. <laughs> Nick. Yeah, he looks more like a Nick. All right, so somebody came up with the name Dolph Ziggler. Herr Ziggler. On purpose. I don't know. Maybe I'm being racist against Germans. Nationalist, at least. I should really examine myself. All right, I'll reflect upon uh, how much I still need to learn and grow this next week. Maybe we need to stop reflecting. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe the dummies have it figured out. What do you mean? Just be an ostrich. You know, just bury your head in the sand. Man. Just watch WWE. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares if they get billions from an awful country? At least you have those dough commercials or whatever <laughs> they advertise. Here's more gross food. <clears throat> I don't know. It's just exhausting being this elite. Yeah. Here's some wrestling brought to you by Who Wants Sugar? <laughs> I read a conspiracy theory. That oh, good. Coke and Pepsi are owned by the same people. George Soros. 
It's owned by and the, the lizard people. There, oh, well, that's another one. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> There's like 13 million people in this country that believe yeah. in lizard people. Yeah. God. And they vote. Yeah, and but they why have, aren't they tuning in for AEW? <laughs> they probably are. They have access to these platforms and they vote and they get information. Yep. The machines know who they are. In uh, software, we call that a bug. (laughs) (laughs) That's an obvious uh, inefficiency in the system. (laughs) Like, oh, shit, we should write a patch for that. And all of a sudden it's, well, no, 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 hold on. $60 billion a year. Let's not be so hasty. It's a $60 billion a year bug in our favor. Oh, boy. All right, let's. uh... Yeah, I should go home. I got to fucking work tomorrow. I do, too. (laughs) And we got to get up. uh... Oh, shit. It's late. Fuck. Okay. Let's end this. (laughs) I got work and then AEW in the evening. Good night, Baltimore. And elsewhere. I know some of you don't live in Baltimore. You're lucky. This podcast lives in the Baltimore part of your heart. (laughs)